Welcome to the Burn Podcast with host Ben Newman, the show where we break down the drive of the world's top performers in sports and business to uncover that underlying burn that pushes them to perform at the highest level. Today's episode is brought to you by the Financial Advisor Academy and the Unrequired Coaching Program. To learn more, head over to thefinancialadvisoracademy.com. Now, here is your host, Ben Newman. Welcome back to another episode of The Burn. Now, you know every single week when we bring you these episodes, it's always exciting for me because it also highlights relationships, not just stories of The Burn that you get to hear, but relationships that have been so meaningful for me on my journey. And John Rulin is certainly one of those relationships for me. Uh, I think back to boot camps and speaking engagements and events that we've done together and mutual friends that we've had uh, and we continue to have. And the number of times, now I'm going to highlight it later, I think it's happened two times now, I have walked into executives' offices at professional sports organizations <laughs> and your book is in their office. So that, 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 that tells me this is a very smart man when it comes to marketing himself and growing a business. And so I think for all of you, uh, you know, especially going through the pandemic and uncertain times, I was super excited for John to join us because of his energy, his passion for life. But he's one of those individuals, and you'll hear a little bit from his story, that he's never made excuses. And he's always looked at his opportunity and figured out the way not to be just a little bit better, but to be the best. And so many individuals, at least they're, they're in our house, they're probably in your house, you've heard of Cutco Knives. And, you know, so many individuals who you see, they're now authors, they're now speakers. They literally cut their teeth and they started in sales through Cutco. It's really an extraordinary company. And I've had the opportunity to speak for Cutco as a result of John referring me to some international opportunities there. And so it's been a blast to have people sell me the knives, right? Our good buddy, Mike Dowd, but also to be able to attend events and to see the energy and the passion. And what is so unique about John is that he didn't say, I'm going to be number one in terms of selling to people in their homes. He said, how can I strategically build a business around an unbelievable brand that will lead to being one of the most extraordinary experts when it comes to gifting in the world? Now, that, that is a big statement, but it, it's the truth. And, and, and I know you're a humble guy. And you're not going to come out and say things like that, so I get to say them for you. But it really is extraordinary. And then the other thing that I've always admired, and we don't always get to spend as much time as we'd like to because we're both wildly busy growing businesses and speaking, all the speaking you're now doing at huge events, is that you're a tremendously dedicated father and also husband. And uh, now four kids. You just keep growing that family, so it's it's pretty pretty wild. But uh, John, just welcome to the burn. And, and if you could just, you know, help us better understand where does that fire come from? I know the story, but people need to hear it. Where does the fire come from? And what is it that led you to look at what many people would say, hey, great opportunity to grow a business at Cutco, but to always be looking for how can I do this the best? Yeah. Well, I, I uh, like a lot of us that are successful, especially first generation wealth, usually you grew up with nothing. 
Like you grow up poor, you grow up on a farm, you grow up wanting something more for yourself. And so I'm, a, I'm an Ohio farm boy. I didn't grow up in LA or New York. I grew up milking goats every morning, one of six kids, like hating the blue collar, bailing hay, all that kind of stuff. And so I was desperate. I was hungry to go make money and make my parents proud and go do something with my life. And that led me to go, to, I was gonna go to med school, but on the way to med school, I ended up dating this girl and her dad was this rainmaking attorney. And he was, yeah, his name's Paul. And he would like, he would, when you're poor, you notice when people are generous, he was always buying things and would like find like a deal on noodles, would give like people like 20 cases of noodles. I'm like, Paul, that was 30 grand. And, uh, and so I pitched him the idea of giving away Cutco pocket knives to all his clients. And he changed my life forever. He said, John, I don't wanna wear pocket knives. I want to order pairing knives. I'm like, I'm 20 at the time. I'm like, you want to give a bunch of dudes a kitchen tool? Like, why? And he said, John, the reason I have, I, you know, I've had success over 40 years is relationships. And, and you know, the reason I have access and referrals and deal flow, I found out a simple truth. And that's if you take care of the family in those relationships, everything else seems to take care of itself. And so I was like, Paul is a genius at relationship building. I, I want to be where he's at when I'm 60 and I got 40 years to get there. And so I started to mimic what I saw Paul doing. And I realized it wasn't about the knife. The knife was just a delivery vehicle for an emotion. And in relationships, people you know, rise and fall based upon how they feel about a relationship, a client, a vendor, a partner, a joint venture, an event. And, um, and so by the t- I started to mimic this generosity. Now we call it giftology. Um, to, uh, to people. And I started to get meeting with pro sports teams and Cutco's worked with about a million and a half college kids and distributors and reps over 70 years. And by the time I was a senior in college, we'd become their number one rep out of 1.5 million as this country bumpkin. Um, and, and really it was be- because of leveraging the idea of how to build relationships. And most people in business, they say relationships matter, but then they send a gift card to somebody that's worth a million dollars and they don't realize they're damaging the relationships that they have. It's, uh, it's incredible the attention to detail that you've put into what you've learned along the way, but then it's the direct application to how it impacts your business and relationships. Because so many people learn lessons, they go to an event, they get motivated and fired up, but then they don't do anything with it. And it's always been unique to me to hear you tell these stories that have literally lived with you and now they're alive in your business. And one of the things that I think of is everyone's ability to be unique, right? Like how can we be unique? And that's one of the things that I think about when you would come to boot camps and you would speak at our boot camps. And you know, it, to me, I was hearing you like empower people, be unique with your voice. Like how can you get yourself recognized? And Uh, you didn't give me the idea, but maybe it's where the strategic thinking came from. A lot of people, some, some people know, some people don't know, you know, they say, well, how how have you had the opportunity to work with Alabama football? Like, how did you get that opportunity? And in 2014, I sent Nick Saban a street sign from a quote that he had said in a press conference. He said, you know, you don't understand me. If I do something, I'll do it better than anybody else. If I were a street sweeper, there'd be a sign out in front of my house that says the best street sweeper in the world lives right here. So I literally had that that street sign made, and it said the best street sweeper in the world lives right here with a cute little street sweeper truck, and it it was a big, orange, obnoxious sign. You can't send a letter to Nick Saban's office. You have to send a box that's as heavy and as big as a street sign. So he goes, what is in that that box? And so 
so many lessons that you've shared with me, I've now incorporated into trying to share my uniqueness whenever you're engaging somebody that's new. And, and for me, what I've taken from you is that it shows how much you care, right? You actually, you're willing to learn something about somebody else rather than just calling to sell a product. So tell us a little bit more. It's stuck with me, right? But yeah. tell, us, tell us a little bit more, like how important is it for us to be unique when we approach that new opportunity rather than being like everybody else? And you can't make fun of me because I remember you said to me one time, I want to say it was back in 2011 or so. And you're like, Ben, like, what gifts have you given to clients in the past? And I was like, well, I send these, these Hershey's chocolate bars with my name on them. And you literally, you look at my mouth. Yeah. You literally, you, you look at everybody in this boot camp class. They've like traveled for me to be this expert. And you're like, Ben, um, don't ever do that again. And everybody, <laughs> Ben, is not the expert on gifting. That's me. <laughs> yeah. Well, what, what's funny is nobody really cares about gifting. Most people don't wake up and say, I want to be, hey, I need to be a better gift giver. But everybody cares about relationships, referrals, deal flow. They care about standing out and being unique. And what I found is that, you know, Facebook ads and all these other things, websites, people spend a lot of money on events and taking people to fancy dinners. Most people think they're a seven out of 10 on gifting and really they're a negative three. What was I? So, negative what? The worst you, ever? Like, you're like <laughs> negative one. Like you were better than most. But, but, but I think most people don't realize that like the stuff that we're talking about is really based in like old school, like biblical, like Old Testament, like Kings in the Old Testament would give kings, other kings like a 10,000 head of cattle because they realized that, you know, the value of the relationship is tied to the gifts. And most people in Western culture want to check a box and say, oh, I sent something at the holidays. Oh, I had a swag bag. And it doesn't stand out. Like, you know, like when I published my book, you know, I found out there was 30,000 books published every week on Amazon. And so I invested $200 in my book, my original book for like Seth Godin and John Maxwell. People are like, $200? That would a waste. And I'm like, you'll spend $200 on a bar tab that nobody remembers the next day. I'll spend $200 on one book. And I got guys like Michael Hyatt, who literally have seen, like he's been in publishing for 40 years, has millions of people following him. Say, John, this is the nicest book I've ever seen. I read it, my wife has read it, and I bought 25 copies for my entire team. <laughs> So we all, like, what we don't realize is there's so much digital noise today. Like, everybody me, says... So let, let, me, let me just highlight something, because I want to tell people why that is. Because I, I remember, and, and you brought to my attention, this is Giftology, so I have my personalized copy when you get to know the author and you've been friends all these years. But yep. what, what was interesting is when I shared with you that I was going to use this in the interview, you're like, oh, man, you've got the... You've got the paperback. They're only in hardbacks now. But even though this was paperback, it was one of the original copies, you sent it to me in this beautiful box, and I had to unwrap it. And I was thinking to myself, like, this guy's unbelievable. So that's the part where you're humble is I'm sure that's what caught their attention. Now it's leather-bound, and it comes in a case, and it's got a box, and it just makes somebody feel good when they get it because you paid attention to the details. I had to highlight that. Yeah. Yeah. So little things like I tell people will say, John, we want to hire your agency to do all the gifting for our clients, our employees that are remote or our joint venture partners. And they're like, um, yeah, we got 200 people. Can we just order it from Amazon? And I'm like, you know, are you in the transaction business or the relationship business? And they're like, oh, we're relationships. And I'm like, you know, is this a tit for tat? Like, do you want to like make them feel a certain way? And they're like, oh yeah, absolutely. And I said, 
are you going to automate this? And they're like, well, we hope so. And I'm like, do you think you can automate relationships? And they're like, well, no. And I'm like, well, if you don't put a handwritten note with every single gift that goes out, or you don't let our team write all the notes for you, when somebody receives a package and feels like it just was one of 10,000, nobody feels special. They feel like, oh, it's just a number. And so what they don't realize is when they're doing book launches or they're doing product launches or brand launches, like the little things like a handwritten note need more than just what you're sending. And so they'll, they'll say, John, I did giftology, it didn't work. And I'm like, oh, did you follow the recipe? And they're like, well, kind of. I did giftology-ish. And I'm like, well, imagine baking bread. And you decide, you know what? I'm not going to put yeast in the bread today. Are you going to get bread? And they're like, no. And I'm like, well, if you don't follow the steps and make it personalized, if you don't include their family and inner circle, if you don't put a handwritten note with it, if you send it at obligatory times, like Christmas and birthdays, like I call it no ABC gifting, a gift has to show up as a surprise. Otherwise, you're just doing an expected transactional type thing. And so people are like, you mean there's a lot of thought and strategy to this gifting thing? And I'm like, you probably have a financial plan. You have a marketing plan. You have a health plan. You have a diet, all these other things. What's your relationship plan for your most valuable relationships that allow you to have a business? I don't care if you have a million-dollar business or a $20 billion business. If you don't have a plan so for the people who make your business tick – and guess what? Somebody else is going to steal them away with their thoughtfulness and their actions. Like people are like, oh, I feel gratitude. I'm like, I don't care what you feel. Gratitude is an action. You should be taking time, energy, resources, and budget into investing your gratitude into your employees, into your clients. And if you don't, then they're going to go somewhere else with the people that are. And see, here, here's what's unique is that I think a lot of times people do this and they want an immediate result. And I want to highlight this because, I mean, really me creating that street sign is your methodology. I mean, I learned that type of thinking from you. And so I think of the flow through of the story with Saban. I sent the, the sign in 2014. Yeah, Planet of the Seed. He writes the first letter six months later. We then yep. became pen pals. Uh, I end up building a relationship with the behavioral therapist for the team. And so we would go back and forth. I'd write a new book. I'd send it to Saban. I didn't have a meeting to get approved to work with the team until 2017. I didn't step foot in Saban's office until later that year. Yeah. And so you're, that's, that's three years later. But here's what's unique, and it's highlighting what you're saying. Nick Saban knew who I was when I walked into the door because I was the one who sent him the sign. The crazy he sign. It. He hung it in his office for three years. He literally hung that sign in his office for three years. So now, it, don't go for that immediate result. You're building a relationship. And then they said, okay, basically you've got one shot. Either the players like you and the coaches like you or they don't. And yeah. it's, been a big, it's been a big blessing that I love them, they love me, and here we are. You know, I'm in my third year contract with Alabama football, but it took time. But you have to have the first off, you have to have the courage, which is what you shared with me. You gotta have the courage. You gotta do yep. you gotta do it the right way. But then you, have to you you can't hold back five percent. Most people though it's easier to spend a hundred grand on a trade show budget or a Facebook budget or whatever. Like all of a sudden you start telling people you should be investing 10% of your of your gross profit back into your relationship. So like, but I made a million dollars last year. That's a hundred grand. And I'm like, imagine if the million dollars went away. Like you don't <laughs> if you don't have if you don't have those relationships, you should be reinvesting back into them. 
planting yep. seeds, watering the seeds. People are like, oh, I play the long game, John. I'm like, really? Like, you think three months is the long game? That's the long game is in days, it's decades. Like, the, the way we got the Cubs as a client, it took seven years. DR Horton, the largest home builder in the country, seven years of sending gifts. Jeffrey Gittimer, the number one sales author of the last decade, sold 4 million books. I sent him 18 gifts over 18 months, one a month for 18 months. It was four grand worth of gifts. People are like, that's insane. The Brooks Brothers experience, $7,000 outfitting somebody's hotel room to look like a Brooks Brothers store. And then I followed up with that for five years with gifts. It totaled $20,000. People are like, 20 grand for one person? I'm like, well, Cameron Harold, one of the top business coaches in the world, I tracked the, the amount of referrals, deal flow. The reason we I, we, I spoke in Australia earlier this year, and this is insane. I was begging to speak for free when I met you, Ben. You remember? Yep. <laughs> I decided to get on stage. They paid us with books and travel, $85,000 for one keynote. I can tie it back to Cameron of what he did for me. He, he became, I could never hire a Cameron Harold. Even if I paid him $2 million, he wouldn't be my sales rep. But because I love on my network with no strings attached, they become sales reps for my brand. So people are like, John, how many reps do you have? I'm like, I have thousands. Like, how do you afford thousand sales reps? I'm like, because I take my budget, like this year would be about 600 grand. But personally, and we love on our clients, and those people go out and sell our gifting agency to other people, places I could never get into, they go and they advocate for me. And so people don't understand, like there's, this is a science and an art, and they're not willing to go all in. Like they, if they did this street sign, instead of being big, they'd say, what's the cheapest I can get away with? And they make the sign this big. And then Nick gets it and he's like, who the hell is sending me this trinket? Whereas you send something like, you know, might, might it cost you, let's say it costs you $500 with the shipping and your time and whatever else. But that $500 investment and then following up, the ROI on the back end, people are like, John, like, what's the ROI I could expect? And I'm like, well, your return on relationship over the course of a decade or decades could be a thousand X. Show me somewhere else where you can get a thousand X ROI. You can't find it. Like it's usually relationships that matter in business that take us to the next level. It's not, you know, brochures, it's not websites, it's people, it's human beings. And that's where like in 2020, we think, oh, I need the new technology. And I'm like, a lot of the stuff that we're teaching has been around for 5,000 years. We just, nobody's put a system to it that's replicatable that, that people can say like they can consistently follow it. They can redirect marketing dollars towards this. And over time, like you said, like over years or decades, that flywheel starts building and, and, and I think that's the that's the perseverance and conviction, you know, that you've held. And I hope every everybody realizes, you know, we're talking about big, really big opportunities. The Alabama footballs and really big numbers in terms of budgets. But you'll see when you read the book, this applies to all level of gifting, no matter where your business is. Which really, which which really leads me to my my final question is. How do you connect daily to that burn that lies inside of you, right? These are uncertain times, you know, you and I both speaking, right? So we both have other businesses. I've got my coaching and you've got gifting. So there's other things we've had platforms, but you know, you work really hard to get a speaking engagement. I know how hard it is to get a speaking engagement. So those things go away. Other people watching, you know, they've lost percentages of their business, some of them significant, some of them businesses almost completely dissipated. 
So how are you currently connecting to your burn to stay motivated? And what's the advice with all the virtual work that you're doing right now that that you're helping people uh, really attack and thrive through uncertainty? So how are you connecting and what are you recommending to others to make it through this stronger? Yeah, well, I almost lost the business back in 2008. I almost went bankrupt. And it was, I had an employee that was stealing from me. I invested in a bunch of real estate and a bunch of other things and all of that came crashing down. So I realized the only way I made it through that last downturn was because of people, humans, uh, open doors, people advocating, customers, um, joint venture partners collaborating. And so I've lived through it and, and I'm in a position of strength right now, but I, but I realized like, you know, for me, my faith is super important. You know, I, I, my, I'm a follower of Jesus and I know not every, that's not popular to say, but like to me, like I, every day I'm meditating, I'm praying. And to me, like I've been given as a gift more than I deserve. And so to me, like I'm, I've already won, like I'm already in a good spot. And, and to me, like if I believe that there's a God, he's the ultimate gift giver. Like to me, like that's a core root value and I see in the Bible and I've seen in my own life where like when you show up for people powerfully when everybody's pulling back you know in the book you know book of Genesis Isaac planted seeds in a famine and reaped a hundredfold that same year I've seen that with my own eyes I saw it with Paul my original mentor and I, and so I can look around and I surround myself with other givers other people that are super generous and when you start to surround yourself with people that are trying to one-up you with being generous to you and you're out giving each other, like there's a, like you, it, it creates like a, it, like a pool, like a gravitational pool where you attract in other people who want to be around that. Cause right now people are afraid, they're scared, but if we're, you know, like, we're either going to like, the plan is going to crash and burn and we're not going to exist anymore or we're gonna recover in some way, shape or form. And there's going to be like Airbnb and Uber were developed during the last major economic downturn. There's going to be winners and losers. And to me, I see people that are winning by showing up for people. And so to me, I have to model I that. Love that. I have to model it. I have to, I have to do it. And, uh, and so what we've developed over 20 years, I wouldn't be a giver or a giftologist if I didn't give something. Our entire process, we charge thousands of dollars to walk through just the strategy, the relationship plan. If your tribe wants to go download the entire process and do it on their own with no cost to us, or, 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 you know, nothing with us, giftologysystem.com. They can download every single thing that we teach, the who, the what, the when, the why, the how, all of it. Because at the end of the day, for me, like my BHAG is to get a million leaders to be more radically generous with the, all of their relationships. And the trickle-down effect from that is hundreds of millions of people are impacted. Like, that's my legacy. I talked about my girls, my four girls. I want them to see, say, dad, was somebody who loved on people and inspired people and was connected to his faith. And I hope that that is what transcends when I'm gone, that they can take it and say, this is what my dad was about. I'm a giver and I want to be a generous person and how I show up for people. I love it. I love it, man. It's a, you know, the fun, the fun part for me, the way that I introduced you, right. Was you take Cutco and you said, how can I be the very best, right? And you, even to this day, you've still never stopped. I mean, I, I think you're number one in the history of, of, of the entire company, which is just crazy. But yeah. now I see you doing this in every other arena that you've tapped into, and it's inspiring. I always get great energy from it. 
Uh, I'm going to put the responsibility on me. I, I apologize because it's probably me making more excuses than you are. But, man, it, uh, it, it's great to see your face on here. Considering yeah. we live about 10 miles apart, we got to make sure when we are out of this thing that we – Dude, that we, 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 we cross paths on planes. We cross paths <laughs> at, at the Ritz, at the sauna. We cross paths on video. <laughs> like every other place than what you would think would be normal. We cross paths in other parts of the world. But and, I mean, that's, that's part of having families and other priorities. Like you can't see everybody that you, that you love because you, like, there's just not enough hours in the day. Yeah, well, just all, all, all my best to uh, Lindsay and the kids as you guys uh, continue to grow. And, uh, man, it, it is fun being in your corner. I pay attention to all of it. I pay attention to all of it. And just for everybody, please, I, I recommend, like, follow John. Take him up on picking up the giftology system. Stay connected because the messaging is exactly what we all need to build the right relationships. But the path and how you walk, especially that religious piece, me being a follower of Christ as well, like you're not afraid to put it out there. And so, uh, keep Thanks for that. tuning in to this episode of The I Burn Podcast. And, uh, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts so to get notifications as on. new episodes release every week. To connect with Ben, follow him on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Continued Fight. Until next time, keep attacking one day at a time.